are back. Welcome, welcome back. I don't, I don't know which I should say. Uh, I've rehearsed this in my brain at least two million times, and I've actually recorded this about a million because it's been so long. I know that it's been so long since there has been a podcast episode. I know that many of you have been in touch with me, obviously, in other ways. It's not as though I fell off the planet completely, but obviously, I know that there has been a huge hiatus when it comes to podcasting altogether, and so much, as I'm about to share with you, has changed. So again, I don't know if I should say welcome, welcome back, but either way, I'm super, super, super excited to jump back into podcasting, number one, but number two, do it in a way that feels so exciting and so purposeful and so fulfilling to me and I hope therefore for you as well. I don't even know exactly where to begin, especially because I'm going to be sharing so many things with you, but over the past year, I mean, <laughs> did anything happen last year? Did, did I miss anything? Like the world obviously is in a totally different place than it was since the last time I recorded an episode. And, you know, when I did that, I think it was like December of 2020 was the last time we actually published an episode. I definitely never intended to take as much of a break as I did. Um, like that was never a goal. It was never a decision. It was just kind of like, I needed a break and, you know, just things like going home for Christmas and then traveling. And it was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, we'll put out an episode next week. And he even recorded a couple. And for whatever reason, I just couldn't jump back into it. I was, I was struggling to feel excited about it. I was struggling to not feel like I was, I don't want to say a hamster wheel because that's a little bit more extreme than it actually was, but it just felt like something extra that I was doing without a whole lot of purpose. And this podcast, having a podcast, like this has been something that has been a really big deal to me for a really long time. Like I think out of everything that I've done in my business, like this feels like the, the big vision piece of it. This feels like the, the pinnacle of what I want to do. And the fact that I was just going through the motions at one point, it just, again, it didn't feel good to me and it's, it's not what I'm here to do quite frankly. And so Again, I was just kind of struggling like with what foot to put in front of the other and, and how I was going to kind of, again, regroup in a way that felt really aligned for me. And then again, of course, therefore for you as well. And so, you know, we go into March and I actually got a, many of you know this, but I got a breast reduction uh, back in March of 2020. And it was kind of like in my mind, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to take off for a couple of weeks and, you know, recover. And then as soon as, you know, I'm feeling better, like we're going to, you know, get right back into it. And I literally got my boobs done on March 11th. And like the next day, my sister's here taking care of me. And all of a sudden, like we're seeing on Facebook, like nobody can find toilet paper. And, you know, it felt like the world literally fell apart that very next day. It became very real the next day. And over the course of COVID playing out, I've felt weird saying this every single time I've said it, but it's true. And I'll always say what is true. And that's that last year, 2020, was the best year of my life in a lot of weird ways. And it's especially weird to say, cause I barely left my apartment after March, right? Like I was very much in my home, like again, not living a whole lot of life, but more than ever, 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 more than the entire 35 years that came before it, 
I got to know myself really, really, really fucking well last year. And I'm sure many of you feel this way. My friend Stefan, I think, said it really well. We were talking one day. He was like, I think the beauty of this year is that so many of us have had no choice but to deal with ourselves emotionally, like to take care of ourselves emotionally, to care more about our own inner well-being than how we might look at a dinner party or how we might look to other people. Like we've had no choice but to confront what was going on, right, with ourselves because, again, most of us were in, you know, isolation in in many ways, right? And, you know, I think that is a little bit extreme, especially I know a lot of you in other countries, my clients, especially in Canada right now, are really, really, really secluded. And I know we haven't had it in many ways as bad here in the sense that, like, again, we weren't, you know, locked in our homes for a year exactly. But my point is, is that we did a whole lot fewer things right last year than we would have normally. And I hired a life coach in May of 2020. And it's so funny for me to say that because it feels so obvious now. But all this time I've had a business, all this time I've been, you know, an entrepreneur, I've had mindset coaches, I've had, you know, business coaches, of course, but it was always business centered. It was always business centered. And then like, you know, a life coach, you know, what a concept to actually work on my life instead of my business. I mean, my life is my business and my business is my life. But for so long, something that still plays a role is that what I see very clearly now is that I ignored a lot of pieces of my life. It has felt over the past couple of years, especially to devote more of my time and energy to my business instead of maybe facing some of the things that needed to be faced, right? And so last year, I really had no choice, it felt like, to than to face a lot of it. And there were a lot of really difficult moments in the sense of like, really like recognizing the ways in which there were a lot of things like emotionally that I had never allowed myself to feel before. And that's like a really, it's a really weird moment when you are realizing all these things that you actually had to be upset about, but you never allowed yourself to be because you numbed it in certain ways. And so I'm sharing all of that. And I'm going to share a lot more about it because I think it's really important. But the bottom line is I really last year, like I spent a lot of time scraping away a lot of layers of pain and ways in which I was not aware of who I was or what was going on or the ways in which I was protecting myself and all of these kind of things. And so again, to come back to this, it's this bizarre thing to say because in 2020, I spent more time on myself than I ever have, right? And I got to know myself on a deep level. And I feel as though I, I don't want to say I became because I didn't become somebody else. I think I just kind of like allowed myself to be who I always was in the first place, right? Like I feel like, again, like I scraped away a lot of layers so that that authentic version of myself could come out. And I feel more myself and more comfortable in my skin and more comfortable with what I have to say and the way in which I want to do things like than ever, ever, ever in my entire life. And so I'm sharing all of that because every month that went by, right? I was like, I'm going to start the podcast again. I'm going to do the podcast again. And literally a week would go by, a month would go by. And I'm like, 
this sounds obnoxious, but like, I felt like I was growing and I was shifting and I was evolving at such a rapid rate that like, I couldn't catch up with myself. It was like, I would do an episode and then like a week later I'd be like, Oh my God, like I I see that like not differently now, but I feel like I like, I fig I figured things out and like, I would have said it a different way. And so it was just this thing where I was trying to, again, put one foot in front of the other and and try to get this done. Or I, I kept telling myself that I wanted to get it done. And then it just kept not feeling right for whatever reason. And I always have the tendency to believe that things happen right on time. And so I feel like right now I'm relaunching this at exactly the right moment. Again, not just for myself, but also for you, because I really think that I am a different human being than I was a year ago. Like that is it. Like I am a different human being than I was a year ago. I don't even know another way to say that. And With that comes so much more that I want to share with you and that what I want to talk to you about. The thought of, you know, talking to you about how to run a webinar, right, makes me want to stab myself in the eyeball. Like, I can't talk about those things anymore, not because I don't believe in the webinar, whatever, but like, it's so like so much of this goes so much deeper. There are so many more layers. There are so many more important pieces to the puzzle. And I want to go so much deeper as it pertains to the human side of entrepreneurship, right? Because the fact that I thought, not that again, my business coaches didn't help me. I don't mean to make it sound that way, but the idea that I didn't understand how much a life coach would help me get to know myself. And then therefore, of course that would explode my business. Of course that would change me in so many beautiful, important ways that would of course reflect in my business, right? Last year was our first million dollar cash year. It was also really the simplest year. And I'll talk more about that with you in the next couple episodes, but it was a really simple year. We really committed to simplicity so that really I could spend the time again, kind of focusing on myself versus, um, versus just my business the way I had done so many times previously, but I can't have the surface conversations. I can't not acknowledge how much deeper, like again, the, the money, the marketing, all of that kind of stuff. It just, it's so much bigger than most people realize. Most people talk about not to act like nobody talks about it. I don't mean it that way, but again, it's just my desire to go deeper and bring you along on that journey. Really. There's nothing that like excites me and lights me up more than giving you the light bulb moments that like I struggle to have right? The things that I have tried to overcome for days, weeks, months, years, if I can help you get there a little bit faster, like nothing lights me up more than that. Nothing makes me happier or feel more fulfilled than that. And like, that's what I want such a big part of this podcast to be. So if we go back to last year, your fucking welcome was kind of born accidentally because, and again, this is something that I want to talk to you about too. I think that selling in my business has never felt like a thing. You know, I'll hear a lot of women say things to me like selling feels scary or it feels icky or I'm worried that I'm just wanting to take their money, blah, blah, blah. I understand all of those things. It's not that I don't understand them. Like I, I do, I have compassion for it, but I am somebody who having started my business dead broke, 
I just didn't have time to be afraid of that. Like the rent had to get paid, right? Like I didn't have time to be in fear or like nervous about asking for the sale. I just, I really didn't have any other choice. And so in talking to clients, in working on things in, you know, my programs, having these conversations about women fearing being salesy or being in fear around, oh, but if I send a second email, you know, that day, am I going to annoy people? And again, it was like kind of born accidentally. I wish I could tell you like the first time that I said it, but it was like the attitude needs to be like, you're fucking welcome for letting you pay me. You're fucking welcome for sending you this email. You're fucking welcome about for marketing this program because I really deeply believe that when, and this applies to all things, but when you are rooted in authenticity, right? And your intentions are good and you're doing things for the right reasons, right? If we're just talking about selling here specifically, if I believe in the thing that I'm selling, if I believe in the way that I'm showing up for the people who buy from me, if I believe in the possibilities and the potential that the thing that I'm selling offers, why the fuck would I ever hesitate to share it with the world? Like it does like that to me doesn't even make sense. What I mean by it doesn't make sense is like, again, it has just come naturally to me that like, okay, I've got to sell. Whereas there are things that come naturally to you that I struggle with this in particular selling. It's like it feeling hard or it feeling difficult or confusing or there being emotions about it. It's something that has never occurred to me because it's felt like there has, there's just no other choice. If we want to be entrepreneurs, we have to sell. Right. And so in saying you're fucking welcome, it was something that a just kind of caught on. Like my clients would repeat to me, like that was the biggest takeaway from this. And it just kind of been this started being this thing where like I was saying it to my clients and you know, they were saying it back to me. And then I launched a program called you're fucking welcome, a sales program. And I was working with an agency for a short period and as we were ramping up to kind of like relaunch this entire different side of my business, right? The podcast and other things. Um, and it was funny because I had said to my sister, I was like, do you think I should change things to your fucking welcome? And she said, no. And she was right to say no. Cause I think it was just like, especially with it just being the two of us, I think it was just kind of like, a, Oh God, that sounds like a lot of work to rebrand everything. And so we just kind of like skipped it. Right. And then this agency, they're like, we really think, you know, you should run with this and stick with this. And it was so funny because when they said that to me, it was just like this moment of like coming home. Like, you know, when something feels exactly right, uh, that's how it felt to me. And I'm so grateful for them reflecting that back to me and, um, giving me permission, if you will, to step into it, to run with it, but from a business perspective, to take it and run with it and use it and make it be this thing in my business and in my brand and, you know, the name of the podcast, so on and so forth. But even more than that, the permission to step into it in terms of who I'm being, because now it's like this thing where I'm mindful on an almost everyday basis to make sure that I'm embodying what your fucking welcome means, because I always want to walk my walk, right? And so what's been interesting, and, and I think this is an interesting thing in general, but selling has always come easily to me, right? So again, I can see that very clearly when I'm talking to somebody, when I'm guiding somebody through that, like it feels very obvious to me how you shift into a confident sense of ownership when it comes to what you're selling and how to do it, blah, blah, blah. But then realizing that like, oh, I should apply it to dating. I should apply it to this thing I'm struggling with. Meaning like it's the same shit everywhere. 
It's the same shit in all areas of your life in the sense that like it starts with you being authentically anchored in who you are, what you know, what your truth is, right? And then being able to articulate it honestly, authentically, clearly, and being unshakable about what is true to you and understanding that some people will like it, some people won't, and neither one of those things are your problems because you're you, right? It goes so deep. And what I meant by it's funny is that it's always important to me for me to remember myself, but also for me to remind clients that, you know, so often, like maybe I have a client who is a, I don't know, like a holistic health coach. Certain things will come very easily to them when it, as it pertains to like eating, let's just say. And then when it comes to selling or money or business, the same principles could apply, but they're not seeing it because they're emotional about the business side, right? Just like me with like weight stuff. It was funny. I was having a conversation with my coach and we were talking about, I don't even remember what it was. It was like literally like I gained like two pounds. Like I didn't understand why. And I was like not freaking out about it, but I felt like a little bit like frustrated about it. This was months and months ago. And I think I said something like moronic and I say moronic, meaning like I was like picking up on some like emotional thing where I was like, oh, I must've done this and that's why or something like that. And like her being like, well, there's a million different variables, obviously, like maybe you ate too much salt, like whatever, the hormonal balances. It was this duh light bulb moment for me because I'm like, duh, like if somebody came to me about their launch not working, I know how layered it is. I know how many different variables there are. I know there's no way to just pinpoint one specific thing. A lot of things go into it. You've got to look at all these different things and it's not about what you do on one day or one post. It's about the collective, you know, energy and effort that you're putting into things. The same thing with like weight loss, all of that. And it's just, it's always funny for me to like put something that I'm struggling with into the context of like business or marketing or money, whatever it is, where like it's something where I get really clearly and I just have to be able to give myself permission to see that thing that I'm struggling with clearly, if that makes sense. And so I know that I personally find that really helpful to remember. And so I want you to, of course, remember that as well. But so all of that to say, I think that I wanted to rebrand this, you're fucking welcome. For a couple core reasons. And I started writing like this like manifesto, like the you're fucking welcome manifesto. And it's not quite complete. And I'm not sure I'm going to share it with you here. Um, I'm in the process of writing a book with the same name and maybe it'll, it'll go there instead. But in this episode in particular, I just wanted to break down for you the most important things that I believe you're fucking welcome stands for and why it feels so important to me. The first piece of it, and again, where it was kind of born, is that I want to give you permission. I want to give the world permission to not only, you know, make money doing what you love. It sounds so cliche and corny at this point, but I believe and I experience over and over and over again that nothing but good shit happens when passionate, kind, intentional, authentic women take what they love, right? What they're passionate about, what fulfills them. And when they take that and when they turn that into a business, a business that yes, sells, a business that makes money and a business that is not sorry for making money, a business that genuinely helps other people in the way in which they need help, nothing bad happens. When it is rooted in, again, that authenticity and that passion, nothing bad happens. 
And I believe that so deeply. And again, I want to give like you, everyone, the permission to recognize that and to stop with the feelings of, you know, I'm going to worry what this person thinks if I make more money or I'm worried about, you know, this person being pissed off if I'm selling. If you are rooted again in authenticity, if you are anchored in your truth in terms of you believing in what you're selling and the way that you're selling it and the way that you're delivering and the way that you're showing up in this world and turning around, of course, and like not only, you know, living your life the way that you want to because of the money that you're making, but doing good with that money. I I talk about this all the time, but like, I promise you like this, this sounds a little obnoxious, but like, I promise you I'm a far better, kinder person making money in my business versus the days when we weren't. And nobody knows that more clearly than my sister Gretchen who works for me, right? The moments where I didn't know how I was going to pay the rent I sure as hell wasn't donating. I wasn't tipping extra. I wasn't, you know, caring as much. And not that I didn't care before, but it was like when I'm sitting there stressed out and like nauseous about how I'm going to pay the bills, I couldn't really see anything outside of myself those days, right? Being able to be more calm, right? Making money, doing things that I really care about and helping people in a way that I, I, I believe in. Everyone benefits from that. Not to mention the fact that, you know, I've had so many conversations with women who have, you know, maybe children or like spouses. And I promise you that woman who is miserable in her cubicle, right? Doing a job that she hates, doing a job for a boss that she doesn't respect, doing a job where she's not respected, the person who's turning around and actually doing work that that, that fulfills them and that brings them joy and feels purposeful that person is going to be a much better wife, partner, mother, sister, daughter, everything, right? Than the person who is deeply unhappy with how they're spending 40 plus hours a week. And so again, it feels so incredibly important to me to like give you and anyone else that comes into my space in any which way the permission to say like, yes, like you're fucking welcome for, for being paid. You're fucking welcome for doing what I love and making money and changing the world and fulfilling myself and fulfilling others. And just because there's a price tag attached to it doesn't make it wrong. And again, I know that there are shitty people, right? I know that there are people who charge for services and you know, whatever, don't back it up. And like, that sucks. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to like act like that doesn't happen or I'm not trying to act like it's not a big deal. But it's also, I was going to say not my problem, and I don't mean not my problem in like a cold way, but I mean not my problem in the sense that if I know that I'm doing right by my people, that's all that matters because there are going to be a hundred coaches in the room. And if 99% of them do business in a really shitty, icky way, fine. But I get to be the person who's doing it the right way. I get to be the one who honors my word and all of those kind of things. And so I get to set a tone, not only for like the people in my world, but then also I get to give them permission to do business the right way. And I'm, God knows I'm not a perfect human being, but I do try to do things the right way. And I believe a lot of people do. And so again, if you are that person, which I'm assuming you are, if you're the person doing things the right way and doing them from this place of truly caring and again, delivering what you said you were going to deliver, nothing bad happens then when you get paid right? Like, like I believe that deeply. And I want again, you to believe that deeply. The second part of it is, you know, you're fucking welcome for being me, right? 
Uh, and when I said that I'm applying it to areas in which I might I, not struggle, but also maybe I don't get as clearly, it's like if somebody reaches out to me and is like thinking about working with me, I almost find it a tiny bit laughable at this point when I get like the email that's like asking me a million questions or whatever it is. And not that anyone's wrong for that, but I really just don't entertain it in the sense that I'm not going to try to convince you to work with me. I'm not going to beg you. I'm not going to, uh, you know, try to prove my worth to you. It's, you know, I'm, I, I've been showing up in my business for a long time. You can see who I am. You can look at my work. You can look at my testimonials. You want to work with me. Great. But if not, that's okay too. Right. And then, when it comes to, let's say, dating or let's say, you know, maybe certain social situations, I was not applying that same mindset at all. It was like, oh God, oh my, if this person, God forbid, doesn't, you know, message me back on Bumble, it means all these things about me. And let me make sure that I say, hey, the right way with an exclamation point or, you know, I'm being a little bit dramatic, but like I can overthink things like that. Whereas like I've like really pushed myself to remember that same attitude again when it comes to everything else. I'm not going to live my life kind of like outside of my body, it feel, I keep comparing it visually to like hocus pocus when she's like sucking the souls out of the little children. It's like, I can like be very rooted in who I am. And then I have moments where I feel like the soul's getting sucked out of me. And it's like, I'm living my life from like, I'm like, I'm saying things. And I'm like, not even in my body at that moment. And it's like, when I remember to be, to get rerooted, right. Just like with selling rooted authentically in who I am and what I know is true. I'm, it's not that I'm like, oh, fuck you if you don't like me. It's because it's not that aggressive. The old Sarah would have been more aggressive. The old Sarah would have been like, fuck you. Like, if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Like, I would have like kind of made it mean something as this means of protecting myself. And now it kind of just feels like very just neutral vibes. Like, you know, if you don't like me, okay, cool. Like, I like me. And at 36 years old, I'm way more concerned with me liking me I know we've all been in that situation where we're more worried about if people like us than like if we actually like them. And I found myself in a situation, a few situations, you know, in being in LA, uh, especially in the early phases where, you know, I, I moved to this fresh city and I didn't really know anybody. And I had these moments of wanting to fit in here or kind of like do this there and this feeling of wanting to be liked. And it took me a while to be like, oh, but like, do I actually like them? I'm not sure I even want to fit into this in the first place. Right. And I think, again, I think a lot of us, especially as women have done that. And so as I've done the work that I've done over the past year in being, again, truly really anchored in who I am in a lot of ways, way more ways than there were, again, a year ago, um, I feel really good about who I am. And, you know, in business, this comes up a lot of times. Again, like the old Sarah would have been like, this is like old, old Sarah years ago. Like I would have been freaking out if somebody saw that I made a typo on my sales page and, oh my God, like I don't look professional and they're going to think this and they're going to think I don't care about my work and blah, blah, blah. And now I'd be like, Oh, yep. Sorry. I'm probably going to make more of them. Just FYI, right? Like I'm, I'm okay owning imperfections and I'm really uninterested in trying to pretend that I'm perfect or trying to strive for perfection. That's a whole other episode in and of itself, but I'm really uninterested in it. And I really deeply believe that like, if you own it within yourself, if you're cool with it, you find that other people are cool with it or they fall away. And so again, like I want to 
during our time together, right? Do what I can to help you and guide you and support you in really just feeling confident and feeling okay with, again, being who you are and being okay with anybody who doesn't approve, doesn't like it. And again, not from a dismissive, protective energy, simply from this neutral place, right? This totally neutral, untriggered, unfazed place because trying to convince somebody of anything, right? Especially to, like when it comes to liking you, whether it's as a client or as a romantic partner, um, it's, it's pretty much a waste of time. And if there's any time that I can help you not waste, that feels like a really important thing to me, you know? Um, and so the final, the third thing that I want to say and what this podcast stands for as we move forward is, you know, you're fucking welcome for talking about this. I hate small talk. I can sit there and I can get on a coaching call with somebody I've never talked to before in my life. And I can ask you, you know, when's the last time you had sex and, and how'd your parents fuck you up? And we can have like the deepest conversations and that lights me up so, so, so much. Not that I would really ask people that, that first second, of course, but like I can go deep with it. Like I love going deep with people. Whereas like when I'm walking my dog and like, I have to stop and like talk about the weather, like it makes me want to cry. Like it's not a fun thing for me at all. And so especially like for me, again, enjoying those deeper conversations and more than that, seeing and knowing how important these deeper conversations are. I want to make sure that I'm doing that for you. I want to make sure that I'm providing that kind of thing. And so, you know, whether it's having somebody on to talk about, you know, how your cycle affects, you know, your emotions and all of that when it comes to your business. Cause I know that's a very real thing that I think a lot of us don't give ourselves enough, um, acknowledgement around, right. When we're tired or we're cranky and we're not even realizing that, Oh, this isn't actually me. We're, you know, we're used to beating ourselves up for not feeling, you know, in tip top shape. And actually, it's, you know, it's beyond our control in, in some situations. And so like, so things like that, I want to talk about sex. I want to talk about, um, you know, I feel like I hear so many women talk about things like the fact that like their husband is unsupportive. I say a husband, cause I feel like that's where I typically hear it, but these conversations that, you know, I say in the trailer, like that normal people don't have, like, I really deeply believe that like us as entrepreneurs, especially in this day and age, like the way that so many of us are making money, it's not, you know, I didn't open up a pizza shop like that. That's easy to explain to mom and dad. Whereas like, you know, sales funnel, like nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. And everybody looks at you like you're crazy. A lot of people don't get what we do. And therefore a lot of people judge, right? what we do. And a lot of times it's, you know, coming from this place of, uh, with an intent to protect us, right. When it's coming from close family members, friends, whatever it is. But like, I feel as though us as entrepreneurs, right. We are out of all people. It feels as though we are some of the people that are the most invested in our own personal growth. We're the ones who are most invested in not staying the same, not being okay with being completely blind to our triggers or, you know, unaware of what's going on with us emotionally or any of those kind of things. And so when you hear somebody talking about something and you're like, Oh my God, yes. I thought I was the only person in the world that felt this way. Like I want this to be a show 
that hopefully brings you some comfort in that way, that hopefully supports you and helps you feel supported in the sense that like this journey can be a very lonely one. And there's not a single entrepreneur that I've spoken to, and I've spoken to many, there's not a single entrepreneur that I've spoken to who hasn't said that to me. If I talk to 10 women entrepreneurs, nine of them have said to me, it's lonely at the top. It's, it's a hard thing to feel as though like the people around you don't necessarily get you or you've outgrown the people who you were once close to. That's not an easy thing. And it's a beautiful thing in many ways to grow. And, you know, maybe sometimes we're kind of evolving past certain people or relationships. It's ultimately a beautiful thing, but it's not always easy. And so if we can have better conversations that allow you to feel again supported and heard and understood in a way that you're not used to like that really feels like what I'm here to do and I I don't want to promise that we're not going to do ads because you know years down the road who the heck knows or months down the road I don't know um things could always change of course but like to me I, I just say this because the way that I'm approaching this podcast and a lot of the things in this chapter of my business, they're not for the purpose of making money. They'll make me money. I know they'll make me money. I think that this is going to do a lot of beautiful, wonderful things for me, but I'm not doing it because of a launch or because I want to get the paycheck from this, you know, advertiser. I'm doing this because it fulfills the hell out of me. It's, I was going to say this. I'm literally, by the way, just side note, I am in my living room because I wanted to feel like really comfy and like cozy. And like, I was chit chatting with you, like, instead of like, I don't know, at my desk, like I felt, it feels a little bit different. Whereas like, I'm literally in my pajamas right now and I'm sitting on my couch cross-legged and like super comfortable. My dog is sleeping next to me. I was hoping she wasn't going to snore. She has not. The lights are off because I was trying to get her to go to sleep. Um, but that's how I want it to feel. Like I want to figure out a way in which to like, cause we're going to do a YouTube element to this at some point, but especially when we do interviews, I'm like, nothing makes me happier in the world than like sitting by a fire at night, having a couple drinks. Like that is like the happiest experience for me. And I'm like, I have to figure out a way to do that with like the show. I obviously think the fire would make a lot of noise and we'd have to figure that out logistically. But that's literally like, like what I live for, like us being able to sit around and it be this conversation, this deep conversation, this impactful, this purposeful conversation that changes your life a little bit at a time. Those kind of nights, those kind of conversations are the things that I live for. And so again, I'm doing this in my business, quote unquote, to yes, it's an element of my business. And you know, business is such a big part of what we're going to talk about here, but it truly is important to me and it's fulfilling to me. And I hope it's important and fulfilling to you because truly it's what I want. It's what I'm here to do. I promise you it's so incredibly important to me and that is my intention as we as we kick this off. And so I have so much more coming up for you. Um, as we dive back into this, I mean, who knows, you might be listening to this years from now, but as we dive back into the podcast, we're going to have episodes every Tuesday and Thursday morning. We might do more, we might not. I'm, I'm trying to ease back into Tuesday and Thursday consistently before I overpromise. Um, but I've got a lot to say. I've got a lot of cool episodes uh, either recorded or go, soon to be recorded for you. Um, and so I'm super excited to share that with you. 
One of the things, uh, and this actually, I just did this today and I'm really freaking excited about it, but I joined community and I don't know if you are familiar with it quite yet, but you see a lot of people like Gary V, like I saw like Brad Paisley on like the, the ads for it, but essentially it's a text marketing type of app, but it's less uh like a, a text blast right where you just text something and they give you an automated reply this is actually me texting like this is actually us having a conversation um I'm not promising that, you know, I'm going to answer every text for, for till the end of time. I'm sure it'll, it'll be a lot at some point, but for now I'm really enjoying just being in there and having you guys text me and say hi. And I think I'm going to start sending maybe like morning texts or voice texts, just like kind of things that pop into my head and I want to share them with you exclusively. And so the number for that is 848-257-5301. Um, text me, just say hi, say, uh, let me know what you'd love to hear on the podcast as we move forward. But more than that, I want to get a fuck small talk conversation going, uh, where we're engaged in more conversation. So especially now with the texting and the community thing, I feel like that might be the way that I want to go. Um, but again, maybe I'll introduce clubhouse. I'm not really sure yet, but for now, I would love for you to either text me or tag me on Instagram, Sarah Dan underscore. Um, and just, something about share with me what your fucking welcome means to you and how you want to step into that or maybe how you need to step into that type of attitude in an area in your life or an area of your business and it can be one of the things I shared with you today maybe something about dating or you know selling or maybe it's something completely different but again when I think you're fucking welcome it's an automatic attitude shift and it allows me to be so much more anchored and so much more grounded in who I want to be. And I want that to be something that you're able to adopt as well. And so again, text me, share it with me on, on Instagram. You can tag me in your story or in a post. Either way, I want to I wanna be in it. I want to be checking them and just share a little bit with me again about what the attitude either means to you or what you want it to mean to you, how you want to step into it a little bit more. I would love to hear that. I would love to read that. Definitely do that for me. And then if you could, I would be so grateful grateful and so appreciative to leave us a five-star rating and review. Um, as we ramp back up, especially it's really helpful and really important and more than anything in the sense that that's how we get more ears onto the show. And that's ultimately what I want because I believe it's going to be massively important for all the ears to hear. And so thank you for being here. I'm excited for the next episode. I'm excited for all the things that I have planned for you and I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful that you're here and I'm super excited to chat with you next time. So until next time, you're fucking welcome. <laughs>